<laughs> Sweet dreams are made, made of, of these. these. Yeah? Who am I to disagree? That's what I'm talking about. Go with it. Travel the world and the seven seas. Hello. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> looking for something. Nice. Nice. Hello, welcome back to the Yes to Year podcast. My name is James. I'm joined by my overworked co-host, Beth. Pow. Beth. Bow wow. How yeah. are you today? Um, I don't know. Overworked? No, I'm feeling pretty good today. Are you really? Yeah. You took your Benadryl, you're happy phased? I don't know if I took it. <laughs> it was this morning when I woke up at 10 o'clock. I had a really good dream. Really? What was it about? I was. It was my junior year of high school and yeah. I was going to prom. Aww. Yeah. But I was in this really, it was like not cute. It was like I had a purple dress on, but over top was a red dress. Yeah. And it was really strange. It was like I was going to change out into the purple dress for like after prom or something. Yeah. And it was just like for convenience to have both of them on. But like the red dress was like old fashioned sp- um, spaghetti straps. Interesting. Yeah. Then it was not cute. It wasn't even a good like red. It was like, you know, like, um, uh, those like circles, but they are tied on. There's like a bunch of circles, and you can like run over them. And sometimes like they're on pillows, like sequins. Okay. It was like that. So it was really ugly. <laughs> it was what wow. I was wearing with like you know like Bella's dress that she wears in Twilight. Yeah. That was the purple dress I had underneath. Oh. So I That's just weird that you that. had both of those on. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But it was really fun. I, I had a dream that I was working in a restaurant. And I kept kicking people out. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm like, you got to here. Get out. Get out. I told you about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then somebody called me Shamu. <laughs> Why are you kicking people out? I ki- Because they were rude. Oh, my gosh. I was taking some. I was trying to take somebody's order. And they were like, Mah. and I don't, well, and I, um. And I was like, "Are you, you know what? I'm going to, well, no, don't leave. I'll find out. I'm like, what drinks do you want? And they're like, well, I think they already had milk. I'm like, look, lady, you're out. You're out. You got to go. You're done. I'm I'm done with you. But yeah, I, I was leaning over the counter, um, like a wall counter type deal to grab something, to push a button or do something. And this kid was looking at me, oh, and I was like, hey, man, don't laugh at me. And he's like, hey, whatever, Shamu. And I was like, that's it. You're out. You're gone. And then they was like, no, he didn't mean it like that. How do you not mean it like that? You called me Shamu. That's, there's only one way to be taken. You called me Shamu. So, anyway. Yeah. I, uh, I, on Wednesday, I went to Chili's for the first time in like seven years. Yeah. Um. And we went, it's an hour away, an hour back. And I convinced my friends to go because of the dessert. Yeah. I was like, oh, guys, you got to try it. It's delicious. The molten cake thing. Oh, I could eat only that and be okay with it. You should have told them it was your birthday so they would sing to you. <laughs> no. I did not want that. Happy, happy birthday. Hooray. Do you get it for hooray. free if you say it's your birthday? Sometimes. Oh, well, it wasn't my birthday. Then, um, then it wasn't free. No, well, I don't want to get curses. <laughs> That's how it happened. It wasn't free. Um, oh, these are but it like wasn't cheap. 10 bucks. Yeah. They look like eight or nine. They're like really 10. good. They're really good. I, I, the I malt really cake with the ice cream in it. And it's and got, I almost and it's, ate the whole thing myself. And I, you know what? I would. I almost did. my I, like, cause, <laughs> Because we sat down. There's five of us. We sat down and I got ribs 
Yeah. And um, fries. I didn't want coleslaw, so I got double fries, but it was too many fries. I didn't eat all of it. Kara got um, mashed potatoes, like these loaded mashed potatoes. Oh, my God. The best mashed potatoes I have ever had in my entire life. you eat off her plate? Well, we split because she got two doses. She was like, you want a bite? I was like, yeah, let me get a bite of those. It was so good. Like, I could have just gotten the mashed potatoes and been happy with my meal. Um, But then we were looking at the desserts, and my friend Hayden, he was like, the cookie also looks pretty good because you can get like the cookie version and yeah. it wasn't. It's I not took a good. bite out of it. Yep. it was, that cookie sucked. Yep. Like the cookies we make at work are yeah. so much better than that. Yes. And and so we ours come and Sydney and one other friend was in the bathroom and the desserts come and we're looking and we're like do we eat without them? So we're just taking like little <laughs> bites and then like eventually I had eaten like half the damn brownie bun. <laughs> I was like, please come back. Oh my god, please come back. Just order another one. Right. They absolutely brought us two. Yeah. <laughs> happy, um, happy you're going to be paying for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the plate under the table. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Put it in your purse. I was, so, <laughs> I was trying to convince Hayden to take this skillet because <laughs> he was making <laughs> jokes about the skillet. <laughs> Uh, oh man, that's awesome! That's awesome. It was so good. I, th- I think so about good. it a lot. I miss Chili's. I miss being able to go to Chili's like in fifteen minutes, and you know, if, like, I cannot if, drive if an hour like, to go to just, Chili's. It would be all the time I was there. It was good service. Like people kept t- like it was almost too good service. Like they kept asking, "Are you good? Everything good?" Like, like okay. every bite, and it's like, "Is it good?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Smile with it coming out your teeth. Spin you. I don't know, that's what they get. Oh, man. Did you leave a good tip? Of course. Yes. You, you guys, well, I know all of us tips, so it's like... Oh, so they got like massive, mega tip. yeah, every time, anywhere we go. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. That makes me happy, because I'm sure that when they first probably saw you, they were probably like, mm, Bunch of jerk I'm not going to get no tip off these kids. You know, yeah. Somebody's going to be like $5, maybe. So that that would make a day. And then they would have to, and then they'd have to contemplate their life. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job by you. I like that. So if this is your first time joining us here at Yesteryear Podcast, welcome. Sit back, have a snack, have two, maybe. Um, for those that are returning, thank you for coming back each week and listening to us ramble on. We so enjoy that you do that. Um, so Beth, do you know who Marilyn Manson is? Yes. Okay, would you consider him still relevant at all or old hat? Oh, yeah. People yeah? talk about him all the time. Do they? I think my generation is very weird, and we had like a thing two years ago where... People were, like, romanticizing killers. Oh. So I learned a lot about, like, different killers. Like, that one clown that, like, Boba the Clown or something who went and killed all those kids and everything. And, Are you, you know, talking like, about John Wayne Gacy? Probably. It was something the clown. Yeah. Bobo. He was, like, Bobo, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, like, like I learned so much because they were making short film videos about them. Which mm. were really cool, and I liked that. But it was kind of romanticizing the idea of it, and people were like, that's not cool. Because, like, Ted Bundy and everything, which was yeah. part of that movie. Yeah. So people were like, ah, it's not cool. And we were also, like, still making the videos. So um, Marilyn Manson was one of them. And then I also... Well, Marilyn. Charles Manson was one of them. Marilyn Manson's the singer. That's, wait, what did you say? I said one? Marilyn Manson. Charles Manson right, is... Said, you said Marilyn Manson. Right, didn't you say that? That's what you said the first time, right? Yeah, Marilyn Manson's the singer. Well, Charles the Manson. Charles Oh, Manson. that's what I thought you were It's Marilyn about. Monroe and Charles Manson. Charles so he Manson. made Marilyn... Yeah, no. 
whatever the killer dude is who like he owned the house or whatever did a bunch of like Satan rituals, right? It's Charles Manson and he had followers. He never actually killed anybody himself, but he convinced other people to kill for him. I think they killed Sharon Tate. And I think she was pregnant when they did it. Yeah. Well, I... Yeah. Yeah. So, a, l- a little different stupid cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that the cat just announced itself. Meow. It is Charles Manson. Um. Yeah. So, a little different. But no, Marilyn Manson, the one that sings that Sweet James song. Oh, then I don't know. Sorry. So, old hat then. I that can't. must have been really confusing to people. <laughs> they Everybody's, Everybody's like, so I don't quite remember that. Yeah. But, what? So, no, Charles Manson is what I thought you were talking about. Oh, okay. No. Which would have fit better because, the, you know, the asylum stuff. Yeah. So. When I was in high school, Marilyn Manson was considered way, way out there. Like, they played his videos on the MTV and some songs on the radio. But he was, like, so over the top in performance that many people wanted him banned. So, I mean, you don't know anything about Marilyn Manson? Like, Beautiful People or any of those? He's the guy. He's always got, like, one crazy eye and stuff like that. You know, he was, like... I listened to the music because you listened to the music. Right. So, it passed on to me. But I never watched videos, I don't think. He did go extreme in some concerts. And, of course, the rumor mill started about him, which only perpetuated the stigma that surrounded him. Like, there was all kinds of stuff that people said about him that wasn't true, but he just went with it, um, you know, because like what? whatever. Can I get an example? Um, that he had some ribs removed so that he could do certain things to himself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of them. On stage? No, but just like they said that, like, um, what's his name? Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off bats. I don't think that he actually really ever did that. That'd be really cool if he did. But it was... It was a. It was rumored that he did, mm-hmm. so he just went with it. Um, he actually is a genius when it comes to entertainment, and I guess other stuff as well. Like he's really voiced out there with things that he says, and he's pretty smart. Um, so I only bring him up just because of the song that's in the video or that's in the movie because I really like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this week we're doing House on Haunted Hill. Which is personally, uh, you know, I think is a good movie from the late 90s. Um, It was actually released while I was still in the Navy. I remember going and seeing it with a friend when it came out. I found the storyline to be relatively easy to follow and the imagery quite disturbing. (laughs) For whatever reason, there are some things that freak me out and this movie contains a lot of them. I don't like fast movement things and I don't like conjointed movement. It, they freak me out. And this movie has both of those things. Um, did you ever see The Ring? The original The Ring? Ooh. When the girl comes out of the TV and she moves all like, like I watched, quick and spidery kind of. I the original. I watched The Ring. Well, did she come out all quick and spidery when she moved? Like, yeah. And she it's looked all, like, like the joints twisted. Yeah. Such, yeah. yeah. That's. So, <laughs> what's actually funny about that is I had. Oh, my, my friend Taylor come over to the house, which is really rare. I don't really let anyone come over. She came over and we watched the ring. Yeah. And I actually got a Snapchat memory. And apparently we, last year we had watched it on the first. So we started the year off by watching the ring. Oh, nice. The ring. And we were like, oh, good. Good. What if we cursed the year? Huh. 
Oh, dun dun dun. <laughs> really? I was like, oh no, because oh. we didn't share the video to anyone else. We just watched it. Yeah, was to share it so that you don't die. Well, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty twenty one. Blame Beth. No, that's twenty twenty. Is what I'm talking about. Oh, that's what I meant to Last say. Twenty twenty. I don't know why I said twenty one. I'm don't off. Blame I'm off the show. Man. Thank you for coming to the show. We appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off, and the cat will take over for me. So. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that. I wouldn't listen. <laughs> well, I might listen I to might, it. I might, yeah. You know, maybe. <laughs> Depends on what you're talking people, about. People are going to be like, mm, mm, yeah. Mean, meow. I, yeah, meow. I understand that. Could you imagine being at work and like someone's like, why are you laughing? And you're like, oh, no reason. But in your ear, you're just hearing, meow, 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 meow. what's funny about that is that stupid meow mix commercials that come on now i don't think you've really watched tv so you wouldn't see them but they're like it's the cats and they have like a rock concert going on or they're like a country song going on and it's just the cats are meowing there's no words it's just these cats meowing and they're like it's the only one that the cats ask by name you know, and they're like, hey, Meow Mix, if you want to sponsor the show, let us know. Oh, yeah, by man, the I'll way. eat your Meow Mix. Those cats do, <laughs> those cats do flips and such. But I'm yeah. always tempted. They look good. But yeah, that's a... Yeah, it's really funny. All right. Your initial impression of what this movie was going to be like? Preview, artwork, all that jazz? Um. Oh, there was something... Oh, I was going to say that um, if I had known how flashy, like, this movie was, I wouldn't have watched it. This movie gave me such a headache. Oh, like, going, no. Like, I was, I had to go to work, and I was like, oh, my head. Oh, then I know one scene that I definitely had gave you a headache. horrible then. eye strain. Oh, the one where he's in, the, like, the spinny thing? Yeah. I, I had a, I couldn't, I actually couldn't watch that until, like, the, the it was really weird until, I don't like that scene. Um. But yeah, my oh my god, my eyes hurt. Like I got these really horrible like eye strain pains. Yeah, where like even closing my eyes hurts. Oh man, and that is what hit me. Well, then I gotta tell you that this, this movie, movie definitely was, was rough. rough. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had known that, I wouldn't have. We wouldn't have done this one. Really, it would have been too much for me. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but you but you powered through it. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. So uh, preview. I wouldn't have watched this movie based on the previews and such. The trailer made me think of 13 Ghosts. Which is funny. So if I had watched 13 Ghosts first and yeah. then watched the trailer for this movie like back then or whatever, I don't I don't remember which one comes first. But, but the cat scratched my hand. Okay. I'm sorry. He's angry at me. <laughs> um if I so if I had watched it first and then I was watching this one I'd be like this is a rip off and I wouldn't have watched it. Because it literally huh. the way the trailer sets it up, yeah. you literally sit there and you're like this is this is 13 ghosts. Huh. So, well, you know it's made by the same people. <laughs> it's <laughs> so it really, really just went copy and paste. Oh. <laughs> I'm, you're going to tell oh. me that's not that really co- like similar? There's even like little like clock thingies that happen. I think it's similar, but I think that it, in my opinion, this one's better. What did you give the trailer? That's interesting. Why do you think it's better? Because I think that it has better death. I think it's scarier to I me. Better death and perhaps, better actual, but actually plot, being scary. The story isn't. You think it's thin for me? Yeah, I think it's I liked very it. thin. There's just it's just asylum and then angry ghosts, but like it's just 
this game that you're playing and then at the end how do you they don't even live because how are you gonna get down from there you can't i can tell you about that so i don't but 13 ghosts you had the actual thing where and it was like timey and they had to go and they actually had to do things and set it all up and it was very intense i guess there just wasn't a lot of i don't know i i don't know I'm not. I do like the death more in this. I'll give you that. Yeah, I think I just. I mean, there were just more scenes that, that were like disturbing to me, as opposed to Thirteen Ghosts. There's a lot more disturbing going on in this than in Thirteen Ghosts to me. It's weird. Yeah. Just story wasn't really there for me. It but, didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> what did you give the trailer? Did you tell me? Oh. Um. Yeah, two out of five. Two out of five. Wow. So you wouldn't watch it based on the trailer. No. You'd have watched the trailer and been like, pass. Yeah, because I would have gone like, oh, 13 Ghosts. <laughs> it's to, to have been the same creator, it's too similar for me. It's really like they were like, we need to make some money this year. People really like 13 Ghosts. Let's just do something similar. Scary think, building. You get locked in. You can't leave. But I think 13 Ghosts came out second. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, then that's in the wrong. Yeah, I'm almost positive that 13 goes. We I cannot believe because I I know that we did it, and I think it's 2002 that that came out. 2001. 2001. So I was right. Yeah. So this came out first. I still like 13 goes more. You're still you're drunk. I think I've watched this movie before too. And I thought you did too. I'm pretty sure I have because there's a scene where they're like first outside the door and everything, and they're all standing there like in the trailer that it shows, and I almost was like 13 ghosts because I was like. <laughs> You know when we did that, and I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm piecing together two movies. I think that's this is that movie. I thought that that was this movie. Yeah, but that you one say... scene, I don't know what that's from. Yeah, they were. I mean, that's I don't know where that's from. Where the guy gets smushed really. in a wall. Yes, I want to see his glasses on too. Like glasses, he's with somebody else, and he pushes her out of the way. It's a blonde. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, it's got to be this. But there was no, he didn't die. No. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, House on Haunted Hill is a horror movie that was released October 29th, 1999. Um, and we partied like it was 1999, which wasn't all that good. Uh, that year I got my braces off. Oh, did you? <laughs> hmm, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, it was directed by William Malone and stars all kinds of people like Jeffrey Rush, Femke Jensen, which you should know her from the faculty. Tay Diggs, Peter Gallagher, Chris Kattan, Ali Larder, and Bridget Wilson. I'm sure that these names mean nothing to you. No, no. <laughs> and probably some of you listeners are probably like, yeah, who are these people? But trust me, um, there it is pretty much an all-star cast, for the, especially for the time and everything like that. Like, these people all went on to do... I, I actually, I knew... Um, shoot, I had his name up. Chris Kattan? Um... Peter Gallagher? No. This guy. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Yeah. From Grey's Anatomy. I, no. Yes. I don't think Tay Diggs on here. Oh, really? Because I actually looked it up earlier because I was like, where do I know you from? Boom. Grey's oh, Anatomy. He, was since he on there 2005. He was on there for a while. But then he... Yes. I think he died. Nope. Or he just left? Pretty sure. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know, actually. So... I don't know who he played. <laughs> but I know that he was on there. Doctor somebody. The movie revolves around an amusement park mogul who offers a group of diverse people $1 million to spend the night in a haunted house. The film is a remake of the 1959 movie of the same name, but is way different and much more frightening visually. 
the film had a budget of $37 million and ended up grossing a little over $42.5 million worldwide. So not the greatest. Although it beat its budget. I mean, that's... Did it do better than... Uh, 13 Ghosts? Yeah. I don't know. Um, it was not received well by the critics, although it opened at number one. So there's that. I mean... Um, box office. You're looking up. Okay, what did this get? 42 and a half. Oof. 10 million. Yeah. That did not do well. Yeah. What was the... Why, but it was seen... 81%. Oh, no, this is 13. I said 13 goes. <laughs> That's a different movie. What is movie? 13? That's a very, very that different Oh, 68 movie. million. Yeah. Yeah, so... And it was two years later, so... 13 goes to much better. Probably around the same. I mean... <laughs> 13 goes got a 16 on the Rotten Tomatoes, though. Yeah. And this got a 31. Yeah. Um... The movie also featured an awesome song by Marilyn Manson, as I said earlier, um, which does not appear on the soundtrack, but does play during the movie. So. What are you doing? I was just looking. Uh, did, they re- looking? did they remake 13 Ghosts? Yeah, it's they're both remade. They're both. That'll, that the, already, the they two only got ori- 1.5 million. Well, the original back in like 1958, that would have been a huge budget. budget. Oh, is that the original? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's funny is that the guy who did so, well, it's it's a it's a thing later, but yeah, they basically both came from the same place, and were remade by the same people. You're you're not impressed. No, I'm interested. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to go ahead and start the movie? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's press play. Press play. Oh, oh coined. <laughs> coined. Boom, bam. Now I'm going to do that every time. Press play. Let's press play. <laughs> 15 different beginnings. You think the movie's going to start, but it's just another little trailer thing? You're like, come on. I sat at the loading screen. The movie just started playing. Yeah, point. mine too. I was like, damn, I was not ready. Yeah. And then it, started, it, it immediately starts flashing you. Yeah. Like, if you have like seizure, what is it called? It's like, yes. Um, not Caesar's, but it's like what that, that's actually called, where you're uh, prone to it. I can't think of the word. I can't either, but if, Until you, you, ha- said s- if you have that, though, yeah. you are not going to like this movie. No. Don't watch it. Because if you're, if you're there's prone no to warning Caesar, either. No, and it, it does a lot of flash. Like, like the, the whole, whole movie is flashing. Like, the lights are always flashing. There's, like, strobe lights at multiple times. Yeah. What is that called? I don't know. That's pissing me off. Yeah. I'm gonna look, I'll it, look up. it up real fast before I start the movie. So well, that no, way, you we... can start. no, 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 everybody. <laughs> when we... you have seizures, epilepsy. Epilepsy. Thank you. Epileptic if you seizures. You have epilepsy. My gosh. Don't watch epilepsy. Stop and listening. this movie is pro- oh, <laughs> just for no, this episode. Listen. Oh, because there's we'll talk we're about gonna, too much. We're flashing. gonna flash it. We're gonna like yeah, we'll flash it the mic. Now we're gonna get emails. <laughs> Dear yesteryear, I have epilepsy and it's not funny. Okay, fine, it's not funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry. Um, so movie begins with disturbing in- images this <laughs> flashing good, this on is the screen. a good way to figure out if you have epilepsy. Though. That like, is true. Watch the movie, and if you have a seizure, talk you to know. your doctor. You have be like, "Well, I was watching." This is the one that if you're going to test, they just play this for you at the beginning, and if you, <laughs> then they. Well, there you go. I don't go. know if that's how you test them. They how, probably, how do you test? They probably they probably strobe light you. And they're like, well, if you have a seizure during this, we know that you have problems. God, that would be horrible. I've seen people have seizures before. It's not fun. It's not, and it's I've so scary. I've heard teachers scary. talk about it. When I worked at the bowling alley, mm. this this oh, dude started alley. having a seizure, and a woman also at one point too. And, Did you kiss and him? No, I didn't do. Why would I kiss him? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. 
No, Sorry. but it was so weird, man. And I was like, you gotta I don't know what to tongue. do. You don't do anything. No. You just let them do their thing. So oh, roll them on the and side. Keep them, yeah, and just keep so them, like you know, relaxed and stuff like that. But God, it was horrible. I and like then afterwards, job. they were all just normal. That's the one with the big cookies, right? What? The bowling alley job. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, like Otis the Spunkmeyer. Sat over there. And it also the- had the muffins. That was that job? Yeah, they had the muffins oh, there damn. too. I know. I know. Well, I feel old. <laughs> a lot of good they did me. <laughs> oh. oh, you're heavy. Oh, damn. So, it's true. As I was saying, movie begins with disturbing Shit, images dude. and sounds <laughs> to kind of get you in the frame of mind for being spooky. Like, I think a lot of stuff flashes on there that's really disturbing. Image. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, we then open Stop on the looking at me on this giant building where someone seems to be punching into work. Meanwhile, down the hall, a doctor is performing some type of surgery while crazy inmates look to have gotten loose. What? Did you have to clock in like the time? There stamp? was a job um, when I worked. It was called the Apple Cobbler. And I already worked. I already had a job, but my buddy wanted me to come work with him on the weekends at this restaurant and bus tables. And I hated it. I How old absolutely, were you? I drove, so I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely hated that job. I did not work there for very long. But if you forgot to clock in and punch out on this, and it was a little paper thing, and you, and you stick it in there and it punch it, they wouldn't pay you. They were like, yeah, we don't know if you were here or not. I'm like, oh, clearly I was here. If I wasn't, you would know it. But it was, oh, God, it was just, it was the worst job. I hated it. And all you did was just go and bust tables and bring and fill up these little gray things and wipe down the tables. And then you take the dishes back. And then I was always like, I want to do the, let us do the dishes and you guys bust the tables. And the, the other two guys were like, finally, like, one day, oh, okay. Well, they were freaking sandbagging us with dishes. So all of a sudden, they would bring, they would wait and wait and wait and wait. And then they would bring everything back at one time. So we would look like we weren't doing our jobs. So that way, the guy was like, no, you guys need to be on that. You need to be on that. Didn't you do, why didn't you do that back to them? Because. Didn't, wouldn't you wait, wait, wait? It, no, because I do my job. Well, that's what I would do. If someone did that to me, I'd do it back to them. I quit. Oh, I also do that. I, I was like, like I'm not coming. I don't, I don't need this job. I did it so that that way I could hang with my friend and you know and have fun. But we didn't have fun. It was just nothing but stress. Yeah. And and BS. And I was like, I don't need, I don't need money. I I didn't at that point in time. I already had another job. I didn't need that job. I shoot. I quit. Shooting ladders. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> back to the movie. Did you ever play that? Huh? Suits and ladders. I love shoots and ladder ladders. I always get um, snake eyes. Es- escalators, eels. Yeah, and then I say bad language. Um. <laughs> so the patients. <laughs> the pa- oh. Everybody looked like they were having a lot of fun on them on them shoots. <laughs> You know, but I didn't have fun on the shoot because you had to go back. And there was one time I rolled like every time I was right back on that dang shoot. And I was like, you got to be kidding. There's one that takes you like almost all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Are why you even bother me? playing anymore? Yeah. It's like. You get one like, person's like almost there and then you get shoot. Yeah. <laughs> bah, bah. I hate that. It's game. like Candyland. That one you hit it. The stupid gingerbread man. He's at the very beginning. Gloppy. 
what a, whatever it is. I don't. I think it's Glocky. Why do you know the names? Here, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to check you on it. Candy Land, Gloppy. <laughs> is that the gingerbread man? Is it Gloppy? Or, it is Gloppy. Or is it Gloopy? Oh, I know it's probably Gloopy. I don't know. How do you pronounce that? No, the gingerbread man one. Look right. Oh no, it's the candy cane dude. Well, it's either gingerbread man's also at the beginning. Yeah. But the candy cane guy who was ridiculously hot. For his need to be, you know, and the, and so you know, freak. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying though. You know, look. <laughs> Let's take a look. It's like Gumby. Look at him. Why is he so tall? Oh, I this thought you a, said hot. Well, yeah, I was like, no, why yeah, do I said hot too. That he's attractive. Look. Let's take a look. Damn! Look at his little axe. Oh, he's got a little axe too. Yeah, he's 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 working it. He he lives near Gloppy. I never liked that. He does live near Gloppy. That is true. Look at him. Look at him. And then who's that? Grandma Brittle. He's got no business. <laughs> Grandma Brittle, that old. Wait, I need, I think her name's Grandma Nut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Grandma Nut. You got Jolly and Frustine. Oh, uh, oh, Jolly Frustine. can jump off a bridge. Princess Lollipop. How I wanted to be here. Uh, anyway. So, so, the patients break into the rooms and start to kill everyone. And, <laughs> Sorry. and kill everybody nastily. Like, they're not even nice about it. Like, they're just murking people out, sticking pencils through people's necks and such. Um, the doctors are able to lock the building down before they escape, but they burn the building down on the inside, is what it says. Um, we then see a special running on TV about the doctor that ran what they called the house oh, on shit. Haunted Hill and how he was a madman. Did you notice at the beginning, I forgot, but, um, there's actually a little scene in the beginning, like, where they have, like, the different pictures on the walls, and it kind of correlates with the movie, if you watch. Oh, yeah? Like, the stuff that they have, like, like a little oh, picture thing. Oh, yes. And then, yes. Like, the spider, and then the hole in the wall that sucks the twine in, so it's kind of like the... Yeah, the darkness. The dark and thing. All that. Yep. So... Yep, yep, yep. I just don't know if you were paying attention. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was trying, yeah. All the flashes and stuff like that. Yeah. I liked how they had the eye and all that jazz. Yeah, it was creepy. Like the girl, the woman and that the was dog. watching the video and stuff like that. So. Hmm. A lady is in a tub watching it, and she calls her husband to tell him about the house on Haunted Hill. But uh, his name is Stephen Price, and... He's like being interviewed by uh, about his roller coaster that is supposed to be the scariest on earth or something like that. Um, he is telling them about opening a new amusement park and how he has done so several times. And he completely like blows her off for a second. He's like, yeah, I'm doing something. I'll call you back. Um, the elevator starts to sh shake while they're in it. And he feels like it's falling. However, it turns out to be part of the ride. That would that would be pretty scary. I peed. <laughs> The floor would just. The guy started jumping. He he did start jumping. I don't know why jump? you would, no, and I don't know what that. I would think help. it's so that you when you hit the ground, if you're in the air, it doesn't work. It won't crash you. No, that doesn't work. A, no, you're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Are you sure ugly. that wouldn't work? I'm positive. I feel like if it hit the ground, oh, you went. just at a certain time you were jumping up and it happened like that. No, you're gonna come down and still going the same speed and you're gonna die. 
You're dead. It's, no, you're but dead. if you jump and it lands, no, and then you a, land on top of no. it, everything would crumble and you are fine. No. Yeah. Nope. Uh, they think. <laughs> Cat said yes. They, if you were um, a physics major, physics major, write us an email. Let us know how the elevators work. Yeah, they do that. Um, they then ride the roller coaster, which is the Hulk ride at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. I've never. Been. I've actually ridden this. You have been there. I you have just not don't been. remember. You if were you two talk about years me being old. Two again. Who remembers being two? I do. Oh, do you? Yeah, there's a little picture of me in the. Oh, so you remember that picture? I, I remember. Or do you remember looking at that picture? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. So, so I've never been there. Okay, little soulless baby Beth maybe have been there, but baby. she doesn't remember anything. While on the ride, the roller coaster looks to have broken in its track, and one of the coaster flies off the track itself. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? The, uh, the people riding see this and freak out that they are going to die. However, the track fixes back, and they see it. Um, it's just part of the ride. How do you fake that? Now, where does that thing go? Exactly. Exactly. While it's a neat concept, this is where it almost lost me for the movie. And because, yeah. I mean, if you're waiting in line and you see the thing fly off, you're not, and then you see it fix, you're going to be like, okay, either A, the ride's broke, or B, that's part of it. And then there's going to be this giant bio of all these roller coaster bodies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where this thing, like, lays up. So where does it go? So that part doesn't really make sense. But it's a neat concept. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it for the concept, but yeah, it's not going to work. Um, I actually had a dream like that once mm. where I was working at a roller coaster park and I was on one of those and me and a couple of friends from like school, we were riding and ours went off the track and we went, but we were like, it was part of it because we were all lived and we were just underneath the roller coaster, but we were trapped inside. So, you know, like, you're by, like, the tubes and everything, like, oh, the, okay. where the rails are. Yeah. Maybe you're underneath it. We were, like, underneath this area that was, like, closed off. Like, how the hell do we get out of here? That's That sounds terrible. It was really scary. Yeah, that sounds, but, that sounds terrible. Um, in the meantime, Stephen calls his wife back to discuss what she wants, and it turns out she wants to have a party, or her birthday party, um... And that Stephen will find the guest list on his desk. Stephen gets back and shreds her guest list and creates his own. However, like three papers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he gets up from his computer, some mysterious force erases his list and invites others. We then see the guest arriving at the house on Haunted Hill. I know. You hate when I do that. Um, and they, we see on the paper that if they survive the night, they will pay $1 million. Would you go? Heck yeah, man. It's a million dollars. It's a million dollars. You're probably going to die. You probably would die, too, because it seems like a lot of running. If you have to run, I'm in trouble. <laughs> if you can sit still and eat, I'm going to be all right. Well, you wouldn't be paid $100, 100 million, or $1 million to just sit and eat. There's well, meanwhile, be some I'm going to tell you what, dude. I'm going to sit in that room for the majority of the time. And not go off doing stupid stuff. How about that? I'm not going to go help. I'm not going to go do anything. I'm going to sit in that room. Because in that room, for the most part, the foyer, the opening place, mm -hmm. everything was pretty much okay. Well, the glass fell at the beginning. And then the dude, the one doctor guy was walking through. Yeah, that's true. But it was I don't want to be there when he's there. God. It didn't seem being alone was good. Because remember, the one guy has his face eaten in later. Oh, my God. He was by himself. Yeah. That was horrible. Yes. 
I mean, imagine sitting there and you're just doing your job. And then, I mean, how does that even happen? I don't know. What His whole head him? was concaved. So, anyway, his hair led to the house by a man named Pritchett, <laughs> who um, the house is being rented from by Price. So, I guess he owns the house. Pritchett owns the house. Yeah, Because his, his father did or his uncle or grandfather or whatever. Spoiler alert. I love Pritchett. He was Chris super Kattan. relatable this whole time. He's just like, let's go. Let's keep moving. Why aren't we moving? And like, just pay me. I just want to leave. I hate it here. I liked him. Yeah. You don't get a lot of characters like that. He was like, I obviously, he was like, he, cause like he, he knew. Yeah. So he was like, you stupid people. I don't want to be here. Do what you want to do. I'll come clean you up in the morning. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, the guests, Eddie. Blackburn, Jennifer, who turns out to be Sarah, and Melissa are looking around the house when Evelyn Price appears. Uh, she questions who they are at the same time that the glass art above them breaks and almost kills her. Um, Eddie tackles her to save her, but she's unappreciative, <laughs> which rude. Yeah, um, really. Stephen Price comes down and gives her a bit of heck and then asks Pritchett about the house. Pritchett explains that his grandfather did build the place and I guess died somewhere else of like a heart attack or heart failure or something like that. But that his father was killed in the building. Due to construction. Yeah. Yeah. Pritchett is really just interested in getting paid and getting out of there as he is afraid of the house for good reason. Uh, we see that there is a guy named Max that is watching everything on camera from another room. Both Steven and Elevin state Elevin. Evelyn states that the people that are invited are not the people that either of them invited. So, for some reason, these guests that arrive are not the people that are supposed to be there. They blame each other for the guest list being switched. And uh, they also continue to have a bit of a fight. So, it's apparent they don't like each other at all. Mm -mm. Like, they're downright rude to each other. I'd say more than rude. Yeah. Yeah. Pritchett once again demands to be paid, but Stephen explains that no one will get paid until the sun rises the next day. Or at least not make, get the million that they're supposed to get. Um, did he offer them like 100000 or something like that? I think he offered something else. Because um, Pritchett says he is fine to walk out without having to stay the night, as he is terrified to be in the house. Stephen takes everyone's name down, as he sincerely does not know who they are. <laughs> And Pritchett takes a smaller check and goes to leave. However, as he does, the house does this lockdown thing that it did before at the beginning of the movie when the patients were escaping. Mm -hmm. um, everyone is kind of freaked out. And Pritchett explains about the machine that locks down and that the house is alive and that everyone's going to die. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> he literally is just like, oh, yeah, this is what happens. And now everyone's dead. Congratulations. Um, everyone think, thinks that Stephen is the one at fault for the house locking down, and Evelyn comes to say the same thing. Eddie and Sarah decide to go find the controls to see if they can reverse the situation, but first Evelyn takes them to a coffin that contains guns, which is weird. Um, whatever, you know, and I know why she did it, you know, once you get the whole plot and everything like that, but it was just weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Eddie and Sarah make Pritchett lead them downstairs to the controls. As they are going down, Pritchett flips on a power switch that reveals these creepy death meat statue things that are just hideous. Like, I think one's on a horse and one's like made out of, I don't know, dude. They just look like meat statues. 
I hope when I die, someone makes me a meat statue. I know. <laughs> I did like that. Eddie was like, I knew I shouldn't have come. Yeah. <laughs> um, as they walk on, some of the walls start to fall and almost hits them. Steven comes to yell at Max about the lockdown thing, and he tells him that he didn't have anything to do with it. Steven assumes it was Evelyn and is pissed. Um, he then catches up with the trio that is still looking for the power switch, and they find a place in the wall that looks to be broken through. Um, and there also seems to be some kind of darkness coming out from behind it. Like, it's just kind of, like, seeping out a bit. Mm -hmm. um, they find an electroshock therapy room and look at it for a second, but Pritchard's like, yeah, how about we go? <laughs> <laughs> and they get out of there. Um, they then come across a saturation chamber that is used to treat schizophrenia. As Sarah and Eddie look at that, they get separated from Stephen and Pritchard, which I don't know how that happens that fast, but they get people get separated in this house really easy. Yeah. Like, if I'm standing with you, and then all of a sudden, why would I just walk away? I don't know. Well, my only thought is if you just be like, okay, well, I'm done looking at this, and you start walking, and for some reason I get distracted, and I'm still looking at it. Yeah, I guess. But why would you keep walking without me, you know? Right. Please turn back around and come back I, I and find not, me immediately. Yeah. I don't want to be alone in there either. Is not the move here. Right. In a large room, Sarah fishes around and somehow gets the wires hooked up to give some power to the place, which, okay. <laughs> I just, How once again, know? I mean, you're reaching in holes and, and I'm messing with wires. I'm not reaching any old hole. I'm not doing My fear would be that the, it would just collapse on me. Right. Or something's going to grab me in my hand, or there's going to be bugs in there, like in Indiana oh, Jones. Yeah. Something bad's going to happen, and I don't want it. I'm not putting my I'm hand in there. I'm here for it. Um, she and Eddie kind of have a moment, and this guy discuss who Sarah really is, as she was saying uh, that her name was Jennifer. Uh, she reveals that she is the real Jennifer's assistant. But as she does, she gets separated from Eddie. So, like, she's literally there, like, going on and on about who she really is and then gets separated. Um, she, she thinks she sees him and follows him even though he is acting creepy as hell. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, what's funny is I have heard. So, if you looked at his eyes, they were all white. They were. Yes. They say that human eyes don't reflect eyes that well or light that well. Right. Where we have, like, this really thin layer. So, we do when I have things like our eyes turn red photos. Sure. But they say that if you are possessed or something like that, your eyes will reflect light like mm. his did. So, that's what a cute little thing was. Oh, I like that. Um, she then follows him into a room where he appears to jump into a vat of liquid, which could be blood. Um, she runs up to help pull him out, and as she does, the real Eddie comes in and asks what she's doing. <laughs> and she seems to get grabbed and almost pulled into the vat of blood. Right. Eddie and Sarah return to the group, and they are pissed. Like, they're beyond. Steven says he was not involved, as he was with Pritchett looking for the power switch, which they did not find. Pritchett goes on to explain that what happened to them was just a ghost, However, if the real darkness gets out, it's going to kill them all. <laughs> this guy's a bag of sunshine, man. He's just, and he finished off. The, you see that, that bottle that he was drinking? Mm -hmm. Like, he literally killed that thing. <laughs> I like when he gets smacked out of his like, well, we're out of scotch. <laughs> I don't understand, though. He knows what's going on. He's like, I'm not going to live. You know, we're all going to die. Might as well drink. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And he does. Um, unfortunately for Melissa, she decided to go exploring with her camera recording. As she looks around, she hears strange noises, but sees nothing. She then goes into a room and can see the doctor performing surgery on camera where there is nothing in real life happening. 
And that's where I get out of there. I'm telling you what, dude. If I look on a camera and I see it, while she's standing there, they stop the surgery and they look at her. And that right there is what gives me pit of the stomach feeling when, you, when you're when you talking about scary versus like 13 ghosts scary to this scary. That, seeing that going on like that, and then all of a sudden them stopping and looking over at you and then starting to move towards you and such like that, dude, I scares the heck out of me. It's 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 just a scary it's situation. Get outlast. Uh, the okay. game with the because everything's on the camcorder. Yeah, and so you can only see the ghost through it. Yeah, so I guess it doesn't really affect me like that because I grew up on that. You know I guess, I mean? man. But so it wasn't, and I also think about um, Ghost Adventures when they do like the I I like that stuff, man. I liked it until it got way too yeah. ridiculous, but whatever. But the like the very beginning stuff, yeah. I think that was really cool. And so when they go to asylums and stuff, and they're all like talking, I think a lot of that's interesting to me because a lot of horrible things happened in asylums. So yeah. you know, seeing that for me, it was kind of like, yeah, that's real, you know. Yeah. So I guess it didn't really give me. I don't know, bro. I it I hate that. Um, she then turns and sees this creepy ass thing that comes after her and looks to attack her. <laughs> it had like no face. It was horrible. I don't like um, that. No face. And it's all and it makes it flashes all kinds of stuff at her and stuff like like, like just horrible stuff. Yeah. It's not cool. It's not cool. So that whole that like I was like, ah. Yeah, actually, I wrote horrible flashes, <laughs> and then man's face is gone. Oh, that's different. That's for the other one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, sorry. It was just so funny because I had actually like looked down and then back up. Yeah. And because it's just for a split second, and I'm like, wait, what did I miss? And I had to rewind. Oh wow. <laughs> I saw it again. Oh man. So the others hear her scream and figure she must have gotten got and go to look for her. You know, the flashes made me think of the ring actually because yeah, you know, the like way that, that it video. does with imagery. I hate that. Mm. I hate videos like that. Um. I know you've never watched The Office, but there's a character, Gabe, who makes, like, short films yeah. that are like that, uh. and he comes and he brings it in and shows it to everyone, and everyone's like, why? That's, I mean, that's literally my question. Like, why would you want to do that to people? Because I don't understand the art behind that. There's no meaning there. Mm. It's just horrible. A ladder against the building, and then you're flashing to a woman. Oh, wait, it's the ocean. Oh, no. Just crazy imagery. Horrible maggots coming out of an apple. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I've it seen makes other film like upset. that. Yeah. So they find her camera and the pool of blood that trails up in the wall into the house. <laughs> As if she was just dragged into nothing. Pritchett is busy fish, finishing off a bottle of scotch while Sarah plays back Melissa getting killed on camera. Um, You don't actually see. You see her arm, but I mean, you clearly see what's yeah. going on. Um, Evelyn acts as if Stephen had something to do with it, and uh, he denies it. He's like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Evelyn takes a pop shot at Steven as she thinks that the point of the party is for Steven to kill her. Like, she shoots the gun at him. Because at first he was like, yeah, I wouldn't give you loaded guns. And it's a loaded gun. Mm -hmm. um, she says she is going to bed for the night and that if anyone comes near her, she will kill them. Steven comes back into the room where Max is to ask how Evelyn is pulling this off. And he finds Max without a face. <laughs> like, hollowed out head of a face. <laughs> it's horrible because, like, some of his jaw is still there. It's like somebody took an ice cream scoop and scooped out his head. Oh, that's gruesome. I mean, but I'm, I mean, I'm, am I wrong? No, that's true. I mean, that's, 
That's how I it would looks pose. like somebody scooped out his face. And I was like, dude, I don't. He looks at the camera, sees the ghost of the doctor holding a giant saw knife, and then looks at his wife sleeping and is like, hmm, what's going to happen? I'm going to go find this creepy thought, guy walking did not, around. Did he have a saw knife? I thought it was just a regular knife. It was like a, it was like one of those bone saws. Yeah, I thought it was just a regular. Mm, oh, I'm pretty sure it was a bone saw. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Huge, either way, it was either a way. huge knife. That, um, and that was kind of confusing to me because then you see her on the table getting electric shot. Right. Well, Heath. But, right. Right. And I know. Right. But in my opinion, if they were gonna do something like that, you would you would think they would do something with a bone saw yeah. to make it seem more like it was the ghost. But then I guess they wouldn't have. Well, they didn't know anything about the ghost. Yeah, they just that's thought. Fair. I mean, but either way. For if some, I sit there and I see some crazy guy and he his friggin' head goes and he's like all oh, quick yeah. and then and he and looks then, at you. I seriously hate the way that the doctor walks. Oh, he does, yeah. He's all and, and yeah, the music's all and I was like, oh no, sleeping with the enemy. That was not that music. <laughs> it wasn't the same, but it, it's kind of got the same beat to it. Yeah. It's all, oh no. Yeah, he walks all conjoined and creepy. And I just hate, I hate that. Um, so now Eddie and Sarah are trying to pry a window open while Blackburn looks for Melissa. The lights start to flicker like crazy and a buzzing noise is heard. They all run down to look and they find that Evelyn is in the electroshock room being shocked to death. Um, they get the machine turned off, but it looks as though Evelyn is dead. Stephen seems truly sad about it and everyone is grim. <laughs> like he does seem. Yeah. Yeah. Steven said, like "Those old married couples that fight all the time." Like, right, but he still other. loves her. Yeah. Um, Steven says that he thinks that one of them killed his wife, and then he says about chasing the guy all over the house in the lab coat, <laughs> and they're all like, "What?" Um, Steven shoots his gun at Eddie. At, I mean, I'm sorry, shoots his gun, and Eddie attacks him, and the bullet almost hits Sarah. And I'm still like, "Bro, I thought these guns were fake." Um, but, uh, yeah, they restrain him and they lock him into the saturation chamber for safekeeping. No, thank you. Blackburn says that he will stay behind and watch Stephen while the others leave. Stephen tells, uh, Blackburn to open the door, but instead he starts the machine up and puts it up to like full blast on him. Um, Blackburn then leaves him in there and walks away. Not appreciative. No, and I no. would have just sat down and closed my eyes and, like, turtle-shelled. You know what I mean? Right. Because, it, I, you know what? I probably would have done that at the beginning. Yeah. I probably would have just gone on the floor in a room. I probably would have, my, like, locked myself in the bathroom. Yeah. And just, like, cried. Yeah. And just tried to fall asleep. And tried to fall asleep. But, tried to do anything other than have to deal with what's going on in yeah. real life. Sarah and Eddie are still looking for the master controls when they come across a door that, like, interests them. Um, it's like records or something like that. Poor Steven is locked in the room, the psychotic room, and is having a psychotic episode. Oh, this it's, was horrible. It's creepy as hell. And he has all these images of being worked on while these other people are all suffering. Um, he sees himself being tortured and then thrown into a vat of water where he seems, like... He sees more dead people in there, like oh, blood no, no, no. coming out their mouth and everything. That like that. was yeah, and the woman, and then it and goes then back to her, and she's got no. It was just mouth. Creepy faced lady with an entire <laughs> mouth as mouth. a face, based out of it, just comes out of nowhere. 
and it's just the mouth. I'm not recovering after this. No. Yeah, I mean, no. Even if I got out of the house after seeing that, no, that's gonna, it. I you, would not be able to close my eyes. You're talking about psychotic. I'm also breakdown. not going into any water in it ever again. And they're screwing the top on on them and everything like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this is the the wire around. They they put that yeah. plastic stuff over his and mouth and the in. wire, and, and then, he's like, he takes it off and he's looking around. He swims to the lady, and the lady's got mouth face. Yeah, yeah. Talk about trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. In truth, he's just sitting in there going mad. But it really is quite a scene. Like, then, then again, that's what I'm talking about where it's just this random stuff that's going on that's you know, just freaky. And that's a lot for an old man. That I probably would have gotten a heart attack and just died. I would think so. Yeah. Um, he also sees, like, where, he, like, his basketball, like, she dribbles the ball and it's his head and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. looking at that. No. Um, we are then back with Eddie and Sarah, who discover that the guest list is based off of being related to the staff that worked at the hospital. Pritchett shows up and says that the house was is the one that created the list. Eddie discovers that Blackburn's name isn't on the list, and we then see Blackburn looking at Evelyn, Evelyn, my gosh, and kissing her as well. This was very weird. Which was a little disturbing. Um, and then he gave her a shot to revive her. So her dying was all an act to oh, fool Oh, he gives Steven. her a shot. He I does he took give her something the, out of her. No, he did. He did give her the shot. That's why he had the the stuff. Okay. Um, their plan is to get one of the other guests to kill Stephen. Um, they discuss the fact that Melissa is still missing and that they need to find her. Evelyn says they need a body to frame Stephen with, and then stabs out Blackbird. <laughs> yeah, she was not the one to go through. No, she's like, this might be a little crazy, but just hear me out. Step, 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 step. <laughs> uh, so that was messed up. She definitely had some issues. Yeah, she likes money, I think. I agree. Eddie finds a pipe to use to open up one of the locked windows, while Evelyn tells Stephen, uh, or lets Stephen out of the machine. The trio go looking for Blackburn and find a bloody mess. They go to find Stephen and find that he is no longer where they left him, but Blackburn's decapitated body is there. That was a bit of a shock. Oh, yeah, when yeah, he opened I the was door? Because like, oh. it was just his head and it fell out on him. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, I'm not recovering after that either. So Evelyn is real messed up because she clearly cut his head off, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you're a little dark. You're a little dark. Um, so now they all think that Steven is a killer and start to look for him. Sari hears what sounds like Melissa, Melissa asking for help, but comes across Steven instead. He asks her for help, but instead she seemingly unloads the gun into his chest. And I say seemingly. Thus bringing Evelyn's plan to fruition. Eddie comes and gets her, consoling her, taking her upstairs to help calm her down. Evelyn comes in and sees Steven's body, talking to him about how she always loved him his money, <laughs> but hated him. Steven springs to life and starts to throw her around, saying that he has all the proof against her and Blackburn. He then throws her through a wall into a place where the darkness seems to reside. Um, he tells her to get up and run, but unfortunately for her, the darkness gets her and, like, absorbs her. Yeah. It's pretty he terrible. horrible. I mean, that, that's the one thing I get this thing is, like, the deaths are not... Happy deaths. I mean, it's like gruesome Gru death. Like, well, yeah. And I know that gruesome isn't necessarily scary, but I like the scary portion of it. And then to see the death as like, I mean, like 
she gets absorbed in, and that would just stink. Like being aware is Yes. Yeah, and then being aware, like she definitely did she went someone that was worse than yeah. just dying naturally for sure. Yeah. Um, so Steven backs up and he runs into this like case that has Melissa's body like all hacked up, like dissected almost, and like her lungs are out and she, her head's there and her torso. It's just yeah, so she wasn't having a real party either. No, it wasn't a good time for her. You know that she was definitely probably awake for most of it. Yeah. So after being drugged into the wall. Yeah. So yep. Um, the darkness starts to come out after Steven and kind of talks with him. With Evelyn's voice about how it wants him and how everyone who died is still there. That's creepy. Um, we find Eddie and Sarah still working on getting the window sealed open when Stephen comes to the door. Pritchett opens the door and Stephen runs past him and the dark darkness snatches up poor Pritchett, which is sad. I was really sad about that, actually, because he sacrificed himself. Yeah, he saw and he was like, yeah. oh, this is it. So, Stephen yells at Eddie and Sarah to run, and they do. Um, they follow after Stephen, who tells them the house is alive and that they need to get to the pulley system that is in the attic. Stephen makes it to the attic and starts to look for a way to get the machines open and accidentally starts the machine um, opening. While running, the darkness takes the form of Melissa telling Sarah that she needs to stay for her show, <laughs> which is like... Once again, Melissa not having the best of times. No. <laughs> kind of stinks for you. Mm. Um, they make it up to the attic and find an open window, but the darkness shows up and kills Steven when he pushes Sarah out of the way so she can get out of the window. And he, like, turns to ash and explodes. Oh, yeah. Like, like a rock hits him or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, yeah. Um, the darkness snaps the line that the pulley is connected to as well, closing the window, and the darkness talks to Eddie. About how he is the next patient. However, he's like, I was adopted. Yeah, I like that. I was adopted. Yeah. So let's pause for a second. Yeah. How come everyone else gets short little tidbits? Of, oh, cat's angry too. Mm. Tidbits. Like, 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 I mean, like, everyone else gets short to death. Like, it's just over and done. You touch it, you're dead. Yeah. But they, the ghost stops for Eddie. Yeah. Why? That doesn't... And then Be everyone else also turns bad. But then you have Homeboy helping him out. I don't know, man. No. I don't know. Because it's plot. Right? But That's what I'm saying. That's not What good. are you going to do? Um, at the same time, Pridget's ghost shows up, as you said, and raises the pulley system that opens the window, and Sarah pulls Eddie outside. The window closes back, and they are safe, seeing the sunrise, and the darkness returns to its origin back down the stairs or wherever it goes. Sarah looks down and finds that the envelopes with all the checks are there, so they're millionaires. Congratulations. Yeah, well, luckily the money was there. Right. Good thing. But unfortunately, they're stuck up on the ledge at the top of the house without a way down. So there is that. Yeah. <laughs> the movie closes to black with some sweet Marilyn Manson playing. And uh, that's how it ends. So, your overall thoughts? It was just kind of, it was gory. But... The plot wasn't there for me, like I said. Just, really? Would you recommend it to a friend? No. Wow. Well, so they could have a headache as well. <laughs> God, no, I don't recommend this at all. Um, how many moves do you give it? 3.5 out of 5. You gave it a 3.5. That's still good for I you. I like the deaths. 
You like the deaths. You like the, the face scooped out like an ice cream. Yeah. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'll give it a 3.5 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, it's, it's as far as movies like this go. And for the time, I think that it's up there, but I do think that there are some things that it's lacking. Um, again, I don't think that, um, the, I like where they were going with the roller coaster thing. I just, the part flying off like it did. I mean, maybe it's so far in the future that, that you could do that, or maybe it's like you know, no, because they were using no, bro. <laughs> yeah, they were using, the, and I just, I mean, you know what the cost of that, and again, once you see it, well, if I'm waiting in line and I see it money. happen, right? So maybe you're making, but more I'm than sitting at the thing in. in line. I see one fly off. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, that thing just flew off. <laughs> First off, I'm not gonna ride it because that's not safe <laughs> as a track. I'm not riding that ride. <laughs> Second off, I'm not going to be afraid because it clearly is part. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you see that like that, you're going to be. So I just don't think that that part. I mean, I get where they were trying and to cool, go. It was with all it. closed in. Yeah. And like the lights. It would be. Yeah. And then you can't see. And then you can't see. And then that. But I'm sure people Maybe talk if about instead it. of it actually coming off the track, you see around the corner, like what looks like. One of the things fly off the track. You don't actually see where it flies. And you're like, oh my God, is that, is that just In the dark, off? you could probably play on your right. mind, right? Yeah, right. that would be that would be cool. Like, if you saw the lights of it going off, and you're like, oh my gosh. But this, this to me, was not that. So, that, that's where it really loses a lot of points for me. Honestly. And then the whole gun situation, not supposed to be. And then it was. And then when she fired one shot, it seemed to ricochet up by his head. But then she shot him, and he happened to have the blood thing on to explode up and stuff like that. Like, I don't know that that. Mm. But the deaths, deaths were and mm. the scariness and the scenes and those dang doctor and the conjointness and stuff like that. That part really gets it for me. So that's that's why I would say three point five out of five, like you did. Um, what else you got? Um, favorite character? Favorite character would be Pritchett. Yeah, Pritchett. Yeah, I really like Pritchett um, a lot. Um, least favorite? Evelyn. Evelyn's your least favorite? Really? I would say I would have to go probably Sarah. Just not my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene? Favorite scene? Um, it tied between the guy having his face scooped out and, uh, scariness of when she's filming them and then they stop and look at her. Yeah, mine's gonna I, be scooped out by his I face just guy. really hate when things all of a sudden, you can't see them, but they can obviously see you mm-hmm. and they look like they want to hurt you. I'd be a really cool ghost. Huh. You would be a cool ghost? Mm-hmm. Huh. I wouldn't be cool to people, but I'd be all trick on the mind, make you go insane. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that. Of course. <laughs> so. Well, I'm stuck here, you know. I'm going to have some fun with it. <laughs> Might as well mess with people. Mm-hmm. Um, some trivia? Mm-hmm. All right. Marilyn Manson was considered for the role of Dr. Vonnegut. Vonnegut, however you say it. Oh, that would have been cool. So he would have, yeah. And he's been in shows and stuff like that. Like He's played roles. And, and he was in movies. He was in a movie, Jawbreaker. A lot of people didn't realize it was him. Um. But he was in. He's been in stuff. He does acting, um, but that would have been his first one at for the time. 
Um, William Malone got the idea for the movie in a former insane asylum when he was filming an episode of Tales from the Crypt, um, which was in a former uh, asylum, and noticed that the crew members were running scared out of the basement, not wanting to film in there. No. Like they were filming in there, they would—they just had no. I—I feel like no desire is a real thing. Where yeah. like if the atmosphere is like the vibes are off, yeah. there's something wrong. Like sometimes I, I just look up Saint Albans real fast. Saint Albans. Let me get sexy Gumby off my screen. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Saint Albans. Yep, there it is, sanatorium. So. That is relatively say album sanatorium, not that. Yeah, that. Oh, that's this not fun. Is actually really close to us, and they do tours. They do ghost oh, tours Radford. and such like that. Yeah. Um. And <gasps> yeah, just so that? you know, like they actually have where is that a clown? Uh, probably. I don't like that. Where you can go down, you they'll send somebody down the hall, and then you can actually see like shadow people moving around you and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like really, really freaky. This doesn't look. That doesn't look good. So Was it expensive? No, nah, it's like seventy-five to a hundred bucks. That'd be really fun. It's cool. My only thing with those things is the same thing that your mom has, where it's you always have to do it in like a large group. This is the one. Um, you. If well, I think right now would be the per- perfect time then, because then you can't do large groups. Right. You're into um, ghost adventures. Do you remember? Then they have the one where they went, where it has the death tunnel, where they yeah. would send the death. That's it. That's it. So you can, and, and, yeah, That's you this? can actually go down the tunnel. I think some or whatever. Oh yeah. no! Oh, that'd no. be creepy, huh? Yeah. No, I don't yeah. want to go into any <laughs> death tunnel. These little like they talk to little little kid spirits and stuff like that. It's pretty creepy. I think it's the one that has the tall man as well that they always see like a huge tall. Sp- and yeah, yeah, there's some really good stuff in there. That would be really fun. So I love stuff like that. Mm. The roller coaster in the beginning of the movie is the Incredible Hulk ride at the Universal Island of Adventures in Orlando, Florida. As I said, um, this film and Thirteen Ghosts were Dark Castle's Entertainment's first films um, and a remake of a horror films that William Castle had made, which were The House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts. So the studio took its name from him. That's why it's called Dark Castle. Hmm. So, yeah, now you're going to be all on that. Yeah, go ahead and look at all those things and then try to go to bed. It just makes me want to watch Ghost Adventures again. See, you know what? And I don't want to turn this into a thing about Ghost Adventures, but... There's, I genuinely think that they've caught good information on there, good EVPs and good other stuff on there. But I think you have to have production. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to watch an hour of a show for one EVP. So I think that they fake a lot of the stuff. And I mean, there was actually videos like where you could see where like Aaron had done something and like you can see that he had a string that he was pulling and something moving and stuff yeah. like that. And that just makes me sad because once I see that, then it makes me think, how much more have you faked yeah. like that? So that's, that's, that's why the I like the first couple of episodes, you so, know, because I feel like a lot of the first Back when the it beginning, was the beginnings of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or like the, the, the places that they go to where it's like real horrible things yeah. that have happened. And but then they. What is that? Um, Matt. Wh- Billy. 
something Mackey's. Oh gosh, I can't think of what the what the first part of that. Not Billy Mackey's, but something Mackey's is a place, and it's in Kentucky, I think, and it's haunted as jazz. And they, um, there's other uh, hillbilly horror stories and um, Ohio podcasts and all those guys. They've done the the oh, Mackey's they're closed place. for now. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that place is like really crazy haunted and stuff like like there's people that I that I know. You know what I'm saying? It's not like oh, I'm watching a show and the show's telling me it's haunted. It's these people that have gone there and they're like, I trust them. They're not going to BS, and they have experience. Oh, people who come out place. with like scratches on them. Yeah. How do you fake that? Yeah, you're gonna have to like, like literally you hurt have three yourself. Scratches yeah. down like where you Horrible. can't do yeah. three scratches on your back and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, your mom and I went and stayed the night at the one place down in uh, Virginia Beach, and that was crazy. We caught EVPs. We we heard conversations going on. We did all kinds of stuff. It was really cool. So, I mean, you guys were too young at that point in time to take yeah. and do that. It wouldn't have been any fun for you. But, yeah. Anyway, didn't know not to get off on a rant. No, it was cool. We did the thing in, like, Maryland, I think. Yep, when we took you to mom. Maryland. Yep, and that you was really fun. Saw the in the hallway, and then we're in that creepy the haunted room and everything. Like it would have been cool to do that as a child because I feel like kids are more prone to have things happen to mm-hmm. them in those situations. Yeah. So that would have been really cool. Yeah, we went on the ghost to tour. go and actually do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yep, we walked through and we did the forest and with like the flashlights and we wound them and yep. they were there. That was, I mean, I was really tired. Yeah. And that's part of it. As a kid, you get really, really tired. Yeah. But I remember um, being in the hotel and like, right. bonk, and and like feeling really on edge, like, because we were on the floor where a lot of that stuff had happened with like the little girl and everything. Yeah. And I was like, re- I felt really like <laughs> heavy, like in the lungs and everything like i like i was like oh i and it was really like i was scared yeah sleeping and i was like oh we are in this bathroom somebody killed themselves and like <laughs> i don't want to go pee at three in the morning <laughs> and that's when things are gonna happen you know definitely and i'm just a little kid if i try telling somebody yeah you then know you're whatever right back to that fear of what you have where everybody's just like oh you're just a kid be quiet about that yeah but yeah that was where we were standing in the front of the hotel and you were talking about that, that yeah i was on. like and oh yeah the thing about the little girl like i said it was like kind of feels like this is what was here yep. and then they were like yeah anyways a little girl died up on the one floor that we were in like this staying bedroom on. in the bedroom that we yeah. stayed in yes and i was like yep mm-hmm. yep <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah like, that I'm gonna keep really my fun. hands out of sockets from I'm- now. <laughs> 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 you know? So that's why, like, when I have a really bad vibe about certain like areas, I'm like, I'm not going there. Yeah, like that's not gonna be fun. But this looks. I mean, you have to remember, like this, it would be just black. You know, yeah. these are just pictures that I've taken. You know, but you, it'd just be pitch black while you're in there. Yeah, but it's you know I don't want to see creepy clown thing. No, I have no I, no time for that. I, what my problem would be is I'd want to touch things. Yeah, like this little piano pic- in this picture, I would just want to be like, and they'd be like, "Um, please shut up." <laughs> We're gonna have to it's not the like, time for the razzle dazzle, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what else you got? 
You know, that's all for me. All right. We're going to wrap this up tonight. I'd like to thank everyone for stopping by and listening to our 38th episode. We definitely, definitely appreciate it more than you could imagine. Of course, best way to say you love us is to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Haven't gotten in any couple while, but I'm sure people have been busy, you know, busy <laughs> with all kinds of stuff. Um, you can email us at the yesteryearpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter is twitter.com forward slash yesteryearpcast. Instagram.com forward slash yesteryearpodcast. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash yesteryearpodcast. We do have the Truffle Shufflers group. Our secret question is the host name, James and Beth. Hey, please. We had somebody who tried to to join the other day. They didn't answer any of the questions. They didn't agree to anything. And I had to deny yeah. them because yeah. I'm just afraid. You know, I don't know who you are. Of course, we don't know who anybody are. Are you just trying to come in and and, and, and and cause issues? So Um, at least answer the question. And then it's like, are you going to be nice and everything? And you don't even answer? Like, what the heck? And you know what's funny is that somebody posted in the group. This is relevant. Mm -hmm. Somebody posted in the group that the Simpsons, it said the Simpsons done it again. And they um, posted a picture of a cartoon and somebody from that whole thing that happened in Washington. And... It got flagged. I got an email. It got taken down in the group because it was spreading false truth or something like that. It wasn't. Yeah. And so I got a warning about a cartoon. And so, I mean, you have to be stupid careful nowadays. Otherwise, you'll get a whole group shut down over stupid stuff. So that's why we're, you know, please make sure you answer the question so that we... That we make sure. Yeah, because I'd really hate how like to deny people. Yeah, me too. I hate or to be have like, to oh, you can't come in, and they're like, why can't I come in? You yeah, know? Like, well, well, these jerks deny those. Yes. Yeah. You know, you just got to answer the questions, fill the stuff out, and it doesn't take that long. There's like three things. Yeah, you have to know our names, and you have to agree to be cool. Yep, that's it. We don't ask for much. Hit up our website at theyesteryearpodcast.com. On there, we have a store section, which has all kinds of our. Um, our sponsors on there so that you can follow a link. If you're going to do any of that stuff, please do it through our website so that we get credit for that. And, uh, what I'm talking about is, let me just look it up real fast so that I can be sure that I'm telling you the right stuff. Oh, let me put this in correctly. Sorry. Yes. Uh, Am I not? Well, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to be rambly. Anyway, so there is a, uh, if you go to the yesteryearpodcast.com, there is a thing called show store. That's what I have at that You have episodes about show store reviews, fourth hand media, which were a part of that, of course. Um, Rate the show, potato parcel. But if you click on show store, there's actually links to T Public and to Potato Parcel. And if you click on those links, then we get credit for that. And Potato Parcel is just awesome. It, it's, it's just the coolest thing, man. You want to send somebody a, a birthday card or a birthday gift or something just funny, something to be remembered by or something like that. You know, not just a, a, a lame old card that they're just going to ha 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 and put it in the trash, put it in the drawer. Send them a potato. <laughs> 
dinner. You send them the potato. You can put a picture on it. You can put a message on it. It's not expensive at all. It's stupid cheap. In fact, they have a little kit that comes with like candy and the potato and stuff like that in it. It's hey, really cool. I want a potato. Yeah, it's really cool. Huh. Wow. I'll have to work on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely hit us up. And um, we'd really appreciate that. So anyway, I'll round this out. We um, do have our Patreon. If you'd like to become a Patreon member, it's patreon.com forward slash the nostalgia group. Uh, shout out to Greg Revan for doing our intro and outro music for all of our shows. And as always, we love you. See you. Good night, Beth. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint. Hello! <laughs> this is Dr. Boris Orlock, the host of the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show Podcast. What is a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. But I do know every other week, I, along with my happy robot assistant, Eris. Bite me. Not a butler. Garth. Garfunkel. Why, hello. And the heavily depressed, demon-possessed, steady bear. Crappy. I did some bad stuff in my life. Take on a slew of comedian, author, musician, and whatever else guests. And ask them the questions that nobody cares about. Then they help us to turn online scary stories into old-timey horror radio dramas. Come and join the fun. There's music and t-shirts. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Slapstick. Hard knockers and whatever else made up name they give the podcast platforms nowadays. So settle down, tune in, and enjoy your happy horror coffee break. So, but we can't say the things that we normally say on our podcast. That is correct. So I couldn't say something like beep. And like I, that. I definitely couldn't say beep, 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 beep. And then the beep. I am not doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> too late. He's too deep in. Anyway, this is Alex Austin from Ronan Geek Official Podcast. And in the room with me today, I have Plebeian Pirate Adam. And? And just Rob. And just Rob. And we are here to advertise Ronan Geek Official Podcast. We are a geek news and comedy podcast direct out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So if you want some Canadian flavor on your geek comedy news, make sure to give us a listen each week for gaming, movies, and TV. We'll give you some reviews. We'll give you some spoilers. And we'll give you probably a lot of other stuff you didn't ask for. So there you go. <laughs> So join us wherever you find your podcast, and we look forward to having you listen to us. Yay. Yay.